the social introvert what's going on everybody it's your boy sid davis back with another episode of the social introvert podcast episode 292 you can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as soundcloud stitcher apple podcast google podcast and spotify so uh, this is the last episode of 2020 and i wanted to cap it off with something a little special uh top 10 albums of the year my favorite top 10 so i decided bringing a guest of mine you've heard this man before you heard his voice he's gonna do his top 10 as well and we're going just we trading off albums cole jackson of governing podcast what's going on bro man um this is hi well first of all merry christmas Merry belated Christmas and Happy New Year, and I hope you're. I hope that 2021 will be great for you. I'm good. This is the one of the hardest lists. I I haven't done a. a I haven't had a list this hard since probably the year that that Victory Lab came out. Yeah, same here. Cause that that was a year where I was kind of swapping. I'm like, nah, this is number one, and then I was like, nah, Nipsey Hustle's number one. But now I'm like, nah, I feel like I'm just riding dick if I throw him as number one. So before we get into the top ten, do you want to kind of go over what your criteria was to come up with this list? Oh yeah. So our top ten albums of 2020, our criteria is we're. I figure we'll just go back and forth with each yeah. album, cause you know, number ten, da 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 da, or such and such. Right, 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 right. And just say yeah man this album was well whatever yeah xyz and then what how did you come up what did you use to come up with your list um i because i still have my my itunes up Mm -hmm. so everything is kind of categorized so i had a whole a whole thing of just 2020 albums and it's just like okay Mm -hmm. which ones that stuck with me the most and i was just picking them off left and right and as the time went on just trying to come up with this list it got a little more difficult Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just like, okay, this is going to be harder than I thought because it's only 10. And we had a bunch of other projects that came out. Yeah, it's a so, lot of honorable mention shit that I got. That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. It's like, so when, when honorable mentions was thrown into the mix, it's like, fuck, okay. So we're going to go back and forth and talk about the first nine of our favorite. And then when we get to the last one, our, our favorite from each of us, we'll just talk about the reason why we picked it as our favorite album mm-hmm. of 2020. All right, for everybody who listens to this podcast, too by the way this is not no definitive list like i don't need niggas getting mad don't at well you can add me on twitter all you want to i came up with this with my top 10 from impact as far as like impact that it had on what i feel like the impact it had on me and society um i see um replay ability like what i really replayed like what i really went back to how it made me feel um and i actually on spotify because i had i got a lot of my shit from spotify um if it was an album like what i did this year was it was a album i really really fuck with i actually saved it in a in a, in a playlist so i don't need nobody getting upset and being like man you ain't did this or you didn't do this or like i'm like it's my top 10 it's not a definitive we already got enough of those out there but i thought it would be awesome to have this conversation we always have great music top 10 conversations so it's, i just wanted to throw it out there it's just crazy how you come up with your own list and then people just whoa why why you ain't put that in there cuz like, bro relax it's cool yeah but this is my this is my top 10 all right so uh shit did, did you want to go first yeah i'm the, I'm the guest you the yeah. home team um so my number 10 is a tie and a lot of people gonna think one of these albums are, is way too low but my, i got a reason behind that so for number 10 i got code of the friend everything mm. slash 
Royce the Five Nine, the allegory. Nice. Um, so with me working from home, I can only listen to so much coke rap. I can only listen to so much. <laughs> I can only listen to so much um, R&B. I can only listen to so much, you know, the type of rap that I listen to. Um, Code of the Friend, everything kept me happy. Like, I work from home. So it's like, sometimes you have to have some music to keep you... Like, he's he's the better version of Chant. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think people really understand Code of the Friend is an amazing... He out of New York, and you he can he can give chance to run for his money as far as like what his what his niche is um he ended up at number 10 because i just didn't want to leave him out and and going back and listening to everything kind of gave me these happy feelings and royce is there because i like what he did royce getting into his producer bag um i like the lyrical shit that he was doing but the allegory just went over my head. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it was a great vehicle for him to put his production out there for real. And again, he had he had lyrics. Like, he was spitting. I just didn't really understand a lot of it. But I, in, I enjoyed the project, but I just didn't get it. So, that's I had a tie for number 10. All right. That's dope. That's dope. Um, Coder the Friend did not make my list. And it kind of hurts that I say that now. Because <laughs> it's such a dope album. I'm like... I like this dude's content. Just talking about uh, raising a son and then uh, marriage, all of that. And he just, he does a better job than Chance. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't sound sappy with it. Like it just, the beats are, it's, it reminds me of sort of, of, of Kyle, early Kyle shit. But yeah, with a New York edge, like you can still tell this nigga from New York. You know what I'm saying? By some of the way he talk about some of his shit, man. I love Coda the Friend. I think he, you know, give him a couple of years and everybody gonna be fucking with him. Mm-hmm. Cause he's he's really he's a better version of Chance the Rapper to me. Word, that's what's up. So my number 10 uh, is from an artist by the name of Charlie Smarts from the group Cooley High with Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The name of the album is We Had a Good Thing Going. Mm-hmm. And the album is is basically about it from track one all the way to the final track is about a failed relationship. Mm-hmm. It starts off with you know he's feeling good about it. It's cool. Towards the middle of the album, it's like I'm uh, kind of you know like a balance beam. He doesn't know what to make of it. Mm-hmm. Towards the end, man, the album is weird because the album sounds happier towards the ending but the the content is really sad like the lyricism right there's a lot of sad shit going on like a breakup happening so yeah once again uh we had a good thing going by charlie smarts dude is from north carolina uh he collaborates with ninth wonder from time to time but he kind of does his own thing with with coolie high and uh mm-hmm. well the other member is tab one tab one is another artist of the group they kind of do their own thing together now since rhapsody left but uh, check this album out, man. I, I, I would put this up against a lot of albums that came out this year, and I think that's why it's in my you, top ten. You brought that up in one of your episodes. I remember you talking about that that project in one of your, uh, one of your show, episodes of your show. Yeah, your pod. Like it's it's one joint on there that uh, things called "Let You Slide," and then Tab One is actually on there. Love that fucking song. Mm. And then there's an interlude towards the end called midnight that's my top two favorite songs off the album damn not bad okay i gotta fuck with it (sighs) number nine i went back and forth with this uh i had to i really had to think about if i really needed to put this in the top 10 but i went back and listened to it and the shit was a it's it's a fire-ass album i remember 
we actually shared a moment with this project too. We we uh, yeah, I think it was we we talked about it the, the day it came out or the night it came out. Um, it's Run the Jewels RTJ Four. That album was amazing, bro. <laughs> like, that album was fire. And it kind of got lost in the shuffle because it came out around about the time George Floyd bro. happened. Man, yeah, man. But if you go back and listen to that album, that shit holds the fuck up. It's a lot of anger behind it. Like, you could feel it, too. It a, like you said, it was around the time George Floyd passed. Yeah, and it was a lot of... it was a lot. They had a lot of different... Um, they had a lot of different songs on there that was equating to what was really going on you know what i'm saying it had fire ass features like uh, two chains on that album it had a song with maybe staples on here um pharrell was on here um just it was a solid project that a lot of people really didn't um bring back up again mm -hmm. and the cool thing was and then their rollout was dope as fuck too because Killer Mike just put it out there and he was like, pay what you want to for it. Like, you know, he was like, we took, we take the, whatever y'all pay for, we're going to donate the money. And um, it, it's a solid album. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. It's not like they make bad shit. Run the Jewels makes good shit, but I feel like it was a, it was way overlooked. Um, but if you go back and listen to it, I fucks with it. I kept going back to that album. So I had to put that at number nine. It's, it's weird too, because who would have thought that Killer Mike and LP would be like the duo to mm -hmm. it, it's just weird and yeah. I, I still don't get it but every time every time they come out with a new album the production get better the lyrical content is more aggressive just I'm like mm -hmm. fuck so yes and I, this I, this project this album was super aggressive and it was talking a lot of real it had substance and talking real shit about what the fuck is going on right now so I had to do uh, RTJ4. Had to. That's what's up. So, my number nine. My number nine. Um, and I had to throw this in my top ten because of 
the time period. This is around the time I think the quarantine started and I don't know what the hell was going on. And you hit me mm-hmm. up on, I think it was, yeah, it was on Instagram. You like, fam, the alchemist is on, he, he's live. He's live. I was like, what is he doing? He's like, he's playing beats. Okay. <laughs> so I just go to the, I go to the man's Instagram live and, uh, some Griselda members was in there. Conway popped in Conway. He was like, yo, play my shit though. And he's like, you you want me to play that shit? He said, we got an album coming out tonight and it's called Lulu. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> and they played the they played the album front to back the whole entire that was, a, that was an awesome night by the way i said what the fuck is that the the sound quality to the transition of each song into the next song i'm like yo this shit's crazy and by the time it got to the last song he's like yo lulu's out lulu's out go cop that and i was like word uh so yes conway the machine the alchemist lulu um wow the artwork sticks out to me too even though some of the sound clips throughout the project you is from um, Paid in Full, but when I saw the artwork, one of my favorite movies growing up is Jaws, and it's still Jaws till this day. Mm-hmm. All I got was Jaws vibes from it, so there you go, Lulu. Wow. I have that on my list, but we'll get to it. Word, word. That was just number nine? Number nine. Wow, number nine? And that, Yeah, that's like, bruh, number nine, that should be up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Okay. For my number eight album, uh, we literally had a conversation about this before we started the podcast. And I had to like, I was really, first of all, I don't give a fuck about a lot of you niggas and what y'all might think about anything or what you might say to me. Like, this is my list because it's my list. Um, But at this spot, I I was really trying to figure out which person, which album should be there. Um, At number eight, I had to put St. John while the world was burning. Mm. Um. Um, that whole album, I wrote down that whole album, the, the, that whole, the whole vibe from St. John on this album really got to me. Like, man, that album is so fucking good to me, man. Um, I think he had some of the, he, yeah. And I put, I think he had some of the best features from Kanye this year. Um, you can argue me down about that, bro. Uh, I, I, you can, you can try to argue with me about that, but go and listen to Pray For Me and Smack DVD and tell me he did not have two of the best Kanye features on that this year. I feel like he did. I feel like both of those features from Kanye were amazing. I think he did a fucking fantastic job. I think the whole vibe, that song with, with him, with Black and Kalani, I think that, that shit, that Ransom song is amazing. Mm -hmm. That nigga used J.I.D. correctly. The beat that he had for J.I.D., Awesome. He even had a boogie and the baby on here. Yeah, that album. Say what? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I was agreeing with you. Every feature on here. He even got Vert. Yeah, he got a little Uzi on here. Yep. Every feature on here is really well done. The fucking flow of the album is good. The whole vibe of the album is amazing. I, I was, I was really considering, and people gonna think I'm nuts for having this here but i was really considering taking him off and putting little baby's album at number eight but i couldn't do it i couldn't do it while the world was burning is a fucking amazing project to me i can i can hit play on this and let it just ride and i'm not disappointed with the songs and i'm not disappointed with the features so um yeah while saint john while the world was burning is my number eight yeah that's that was the thing with me with this album um i drove it's not that far but i i went to Tybee and it's about a good 40 to 50 minutes 
Mm-hmm. This album is fucking great. I, I like it too. Why the World Was Burned. And it was a part of my most anticipated albums of this year. I just didn't know when it was coming out. And then when he announced it and was like, yeah, um, it's, it's coming out on such and such day whenever. Because he mm-hmm. passed a message along to Joe Budden's podcast. And then they, they talked about it. So, yeah. I, I, I sh- love it. I, I share the same album. sentiments yeah. with you, man. And I remember, I think we even hit each other up in the, uh, in the, in the in messenger, and I was just like, the whole, I think I said, I think I was like, yo, the, the whole vibe of this fucking St. John, bro, I love it. I just, I just thought it was an amazing project, man. I thought he did a, a fantastic job. Like, and I, I fucked with The cover it. art, too, is fire. I like the cover art a lot. Mm-hmm. But it, it, ain't, it ain't a lot of niggas that got those types of features from Kanye like he did. Mm-mm. To me, that's to me, guys, not to, you know, you can, you know, check the whole lot of red shit if you want to and see if Kanye <laughs> did his thing. Check out that whole lot of red, mm-hmm. man. It's out now, man. Classic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> About that vamp life. No, that, that Jim Jones vamp life. It's the only one that's acknowledged. No, uh, nah, man, you don't want no merch. You ain't going to get no whole lot of red merch with the upside down crosses and the demonic shit. He can keep that. Keep all of that. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> so my number um, eight. So I've, I've been talking about this dude since 2017 and got hip to him around then. He's been out a little longer before. Uh, yeah, I think it's slightly longer than that. But um, Larry June and Cardo's Cruise USA. My name's Johnny. The social introvert. My name's I ain't got to say I'm down to my last. It forced me right back to the streets. No more running from my past. Ten toes, nigga, gotta eat. It's the game, the only thing for me. That's how I felt at the time. Baby girl, why you change on me? Say something before you get into it. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I would have thought you would have put "Keep Going" on at that spot. I like "Keep Going." That it was hard because I had that <laughs> "Keep Going" and then um, what was the other one that he did? 
uh, numbers but then i'm like numbers just came out and i haven't really sat with numbers like that so whatever so it was just a uh, switching off flip-flopping i didn't know which one to pick but cruise usa the reason why that's at number eight is because my favorite song on there is organic love and then um mm. green juice in dallas mm-hmm. that's also on there well which is the intro green juice in dallas is the first song but i just like larry june's content Talking yeah. about just just eating healthy, just getting on your shit. It's not always that that rah rah shoot 'em up gangster shit. It's none of that. Uh, just talking about you know getting yourself together, getting your paper right, and just living your life. So that yeah, that's my number eight. Cruise USA, Larry June, and Cardo. Like keep going. I almost made my top ten. That, that keep going shit is oh my god. <laughs> keep going is amazing. It, I, I can't call everything amazing. It's a solid project, bro. Like keep going is really solid, man. It almost made my top 10, but I was like, mm, mm, it's so much other shit. Uh, it's on me, huh? Yep. All right. So I I don't need one. I don't want you to jump on me and I don't want your listeners to jump on me either. Because my number seven, a lot of niggas going to really kind of look at me funny when I say this. Um, number seven is Burden of Proof, Benny the Butcher. Yeah. <laughs> That's number seven. I don't see how they would get like. Like mad about it or jump on you about that shit hard. I think a lot of people feel like that should be higher, and (laughs) the stuff that I have above it, I thought it was a. I put Burn the Proof is a. I thought it was a fantastic album, but I feel like Griselda had better offerings than what this was. I I I thought Burn the Proof was good, but by the time Benny shit had dropped, we had so many other Griselda projects that just. Right. Hit me harder than your shit. Right, like, right before that West Side it dropped. Right before it, at least two weeks before Burden of Proof. And and I know this is gonna sound weird to a lot of people too, but it sounded too polished to me. Mm-hmm. Like Burden of Proof sounded like a, a a a regular album, and and with all the other shit I had heard this year from Griselda, it just sounded it was good. Don't, don't get me wrong. Solid project, um, has shit ton of features. You, the the uh, shit with Gibbs, the oh no, one way flight with Gibbs. Love that song. Even he even pulled Dom Kennedy out of his slump. <laughs> We're over the limit. You get what I'm saying? Yep. But I had heard so much other shit from Gazelda this past year. When I finally got the Benny shit, I was super excited and I got super amped up. And I was like, Yo, this might be our money year, like for real. And then I listened to it a couple more times, and I was like, compared to what I've been listening to, it's good, but it ain't it ain't better than some of these other Griselda projects. So I had to put Benny at, at number seven. Word, okay, yeah, man, it's it's a great album. I I dig it, man. But I think a week or two prior to that, Westside dropped out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and it took me a minute to really replay who made the sunshine because it was just too hard for me. I'm like, yo, <laughs> the artwork scares me. And the content is scaring me. I'm going to have to come right. back to this. So I felt cool with just Benny shit. But the, from the other offerings of Griselda, I think my favorite this year from them, like I said, is between Lulu and From King to a God. Mm. And I'm not just saying that because Conway's my favorite. It's just those are my favorite two from, from the camp. Right. So number seven, uh, we just got through talking about Harry Fraud not too long ago before you got yeah. into Benny the Butcher. Um this artist has collaborated with Harry Fraud throughout the year 2020 and has done a damn good job. Currency, 
and Harry Fraud the Outrunners is my Ooh. number seven. And I had a hard time. Wow. You put that in the wow. I had a very Harry Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm oh sorry. no, you straight. I had a real difficult time because right after this, Currency did the director's cut. Yeah, the director's cut, which was supposed to be Outrunners 2, but he named it differently. And mm -hmm. then he just dropped bonus footage with Harry Fraud again. So I was like, well, damn, okay. So I'm, you know, bouncing back and forth trying to make a decision. I went back and listened to the Outrunners a couple nights ago. And I'm like, yeah, this is definitely, this has to be in the top 10. And then one of my favorite songs is uh, on, the, on the album is... Uh, Oh my gosh, why can't I think of the name? Oh, When the World Closed. And it's mm -hmm. a song about his son. But yeah, so yeah, that is number seven on my list. Look, let me tell you something. You watch basketball, right? Not recently. I, I did watch that Mavericks and Clippers game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to make a, like a, a little comparison. Like Harry, this, this year for Harry Fraud is like him being one of like, being like a, a a starter that that can that put up 30 quietly mm -hmm. if that makes sense like this year harry fraud like when you look at what he's produced this year harry fraud has had his hands in sh a shit ton of shit this year quietly probably about the third best producer of the year harry fraud like Harry Fraud has been all over the place, and nobody really talked about him until closer to the end of the year when they finally seen everything that nigga had been producing. And I was like, "Yo," because I, I looked that shit up. I was like, "Harry Fraud did this too?" Like, you know, like even um, keep going doesn't necessarily sound like the typical Harry Fraud shit. So that's what was mm -hmm. surprising. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like if you go back and look, you know, Action Bronson's projects and stuff. It don't sound mm -hmm. like if you listen to uh, Larry June's "Keep Going," like this don't sound like Harry Fraud though. So that's what's surprising to me. It sound more so like Alchemist a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, I no Harry Harry Fraud came out and scored a quiet thirty points on us, and we was like, "Whoa, wait!" <laughs> and then oh yeah, apparently from what Jim Jones is saying, he does have a project with Harry Fraud coming. Jim Jones. Hey, yeah, he Fraud. did say that. I think he said that on like a show or some shit like that. Like, I want to hear that. I gotta hear that. I gotta hear that. Like, fuck all this deluxe bullshit he putting out right now. Mm -hmm. I want to hear that. I want to hear that project. Fifteen additional damn songs. Only you, I'm gonna still listen though. We'll still check. I'm deluxe out. I'm deluxe out, man. For real. Um. Okay. Controversial controversy time because this is really high and I feel like it deserves to be really high. And I think a lot of niggas might niggas may or may not fucking fuck with it, but I gotta put I had to put it at number six. Stove God Cooks, reasonable drought. <sighs> that shit came out in March. Yeah. And I've been rocking with that shit since. Rock Marcy killed this shit. The production is 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 tight. His metaphor game is unfucking believable. I'm trying to tell you right now. When I found out about this fucking album, I thought it was gonna be some bullshit. I have played it off and on all fucking year. Yeah. Stove God Cooks Reasonable Drought is the shit, and 
I can't wait till he has the follow up. Like I compare this to the time. Uh, what was the? Let's see, what was the? Let's see, what was that fucking? That it was a uh, mumble rap. Belly came out with mumble rap that year, mm-hmm. and that was quietly one of the best albums of the year, twenty seventeen. Yeah, but I, that that album stuck. I'm like, why is it called mumble rap? And I put it on. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I still love Mumble Rap, but yep. Stove Got Cooks, that's what this is for this year. Like, it's, and Rock Marciano produced this shit, and mm-hmm. he killed this shit. It is amazing. The nigga, Stove Got Cooks can fucking rap. <laughs> this album is really solid. Um, I had to put it at number six because I kept going back listening to it. I kept going back listening to it, kept going back listening to it. It's a fire ass album, and that nigga got some fire ass metaphors. Uh, I like how I like his I like the way he raps all that shit. So that's it, me. Word, word. Okay, number six. Number six. Again. Mm. So, <laughs> Jesus, on May fifth, and I I wrote it down. May fifth, we did an episode called Bill Clinton Swag, and <laughs> we got into Freddie Gibbs, and we said. Well, shit, he been collaborating with Madlib. I was like, what if he collab with The Alchemist? What would with that sound Alchemist? like? You're like, I don't know. It could happen. It could happen. And you tag me on the at the 26 or something like that. Like, yo. And it was the 1985 single, Alchemist and Freddie Gibbs. And then just a couple days after that, the album came out, Alfredo. Yeah, don't lose the beat, motherfucker. Take the album out. Check, check. Check, check. 
check, check. Need a check, check. We got everybody yeah. in the house, man. Wait a minute. You're putting that at number six? Yeah. It's number six. Oh my god, I can't wait to hear what your number one is. This is that's ridiculous. Six? It sounds crazy. I get it. I get it. But when I said I had a difficult time trying to pick what was in the top ten, it was I I damn near cried throwing it up there like that. Number six is I was shocked. Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist Alfredo. An album. Wow. An album that we spoke into existence. We spoke it that where I got it placed. That's the first sentence. We spoke this into existence. Number six. Yeah, it's number six. Did you go back and listen to it on title? Because that might could have changed your mind. It might. I'm a, that might be another. Let me bookmark it on there or hit the heart on title so I can go listen. You to might want to go back and listen to that shit. Number six. Yeah. Wow. I'm shocked. I ain't even. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I'm shocked. Wow. Whew. Yep. It was. Whew. It was hard. I didn't know what to do. I was just like, "Fuck!" Because one one of your favorite albums uh, of the year is actually higher than that. Mm. Wow. Um. Wow. Six. You, your standards, sir, are high. Oh my god! Um, do you want to talk about a few honorable mentions before we do the top five, or do you want to just go into the top five, or like, what do you want to do? Oh, Let, let's 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 finish the list and then we get to our uh, honorable mentions. Okay. All right. Well, my top five, and this is a little bit of a shocker. Might be a shocker for for a few people, um, but I kept going. One of my criteria was going back listening to it, and and it kept picking me up, and it kept me going throughout the year. Twenty twenty has been a hard year. Um, my number five, hold on, my number five is Dinner Party. Ooh, <laughs> um, Dinner Party. What is it with Robert? Let's see, Dinner Party with. Uh, Terrence Martin, Robert Glasper, Kamazi Washington, and Knife Wonder. Um, That's a super group come true, bro. I, this, it kept me that... What can I say about it? It's it's just so... It, it kept me going, man. That I really enjoyed this project. They even came out with desserts, which was, which was dope as fuck, but mm-hmm. I listened to it. When I first listened to it, I was like... Okay, this is a different kind of vibe, but putting all those people together and getting this, you really don't expect this. And then for me, man, it, it, I, like I, I considered putting it lower, but then I listened to it and I'm like, it puts me in just such a good mood and it chills me the fuck out and it makes me feel good. Like I think a lot of 2020, especially being stuck in the house for the last 10 months. Um, like I said before, it, it, music has been one of those things where I've listened to a lot of old school shit, but I've also been trying to get into my R&B bag and something about this project, man. I mean, it just works. It really just works. And I was like, I was like, ain't no way this shit should be in my top five, but 
I had to put it in my time. I kept going back to it, kept going back to it, kept going back to it. If you follow me on IG, I would always be posting some type of song from this from dinner party. Like, I love this project, man. Just, it's it's a fire ass project, and I had to put it at my number five. I couldn't believe that them dudes had the time to like, you know what? Let's just collab and do some shit, and then followed it up with dessert, which is the same. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, but with artist feature, and it gave the the beats a whole new different type of life i'm like what the fuck mm-hmm. so yeah and then it, yeah. on top of that it has one of my favorite songs that beat is from like 10 maybe 12 years ago but ninth kind of he revamped it and threw uh mm-hmm. what's her name tank tank and the bangers he threw them on there yeah i'm like bro <laughs> It's a really solid album, man. And I was, and I, like I said before, I really was like, yo, this can't be in my top five because I've been listening to all this other shit. But when I sat down and when I thought about it and when I really looked at, like, when I went back and relived, because everything is in my top top 10, I went back and listened to it just to kind of justify the place that I put it at. And it just puts me in such a good spot and it, it's, it chills me out and it just, everybody meshes so well on the album, man. I had to put it at number five. So number five is Dinner Party. Terrence Martin, Robert Glasper, Kamazi Washington, Knife Wonder. Like that's what's up. Man, please take a take time out to listen to it. It is completely worth the time. It, it and the crazy thing is, is like fucking with this put me in the mood to really fuck with like K Trinata a lot and shit like that. I've been fucking with K Trinata mm-hmm. and shit like that. So Hell yeah. It just That's a, that nigga there. K Trinata, bro. I don't even want to get into it. That nigga got beats, bro. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. K Trinata's the shit. So, my number... Uh, my number five. I'm scared to hear it. <laughs> it's, it's an obscure project uh, from from a, uh old friend of mine. He lives out in California now. Um, He dropped... Uh, I would say it's an EP because it's it's about seven tracks. It's called Walking Music by Theo Martins. Mm. Um, he's collaborated with Matt Martians from the internet on there, which surprised mm. the hell out of me because he didn't even say shit to me about it. And he had a buddy of his <clears throat> do some of the production for the most part on this album. Um, I would say to check it out, if you like that, that lo-fi kind of chill around the house you know using some music to clean up to i would say put this on let it play in the background mm. no i i dig it a lot so yeah number five for me was walking music by theo martins hmm. we kind of had kind of similar number five what's your oh yeah yeah <sighs> Like, bro, this number, this top 10 list was hard as shit, bro. Because <laughs> he hit me up. He said, yo, fam, he's like, mind your top this year? Because I know I wasn't a couple years ago. I was like, bro, you still holding me to that? He's like, put my stuff in the top 10, please. You know you fucking with it. I was like, all right. And he won't, I really did fuck with this project. Kept mm-hmm. finding myself going back to it Um, when I was sitting while I was working. I would just put it on and put the album on repeat. Yeah. And just let it play. Mm. Damn. 
That's pretty good. I I need to listen. You need to um. What's the name again? Walking music. Walking music. I need to fuck with it, man. Yeah, it's just some some, some cool vibe. Just to you know, chill around the house. Or if you want to drive around at night, put this on. <sighs> All right. Number four is a tie. This is the only other tie that I have on my list. So number four is a tie. Um, I'm just going to say it. I don't even going to give it no dress. Number four is Lulu slash Pray for Paris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had to put it. So Lulu essentially started it. It was the blueprint of what we were going to get from Griselda this year. Like, Lulu was like, this is what y'all niggas is going to get. This is this is what we're going to get. It's a, I love the project because, one, it is based off of Lulu from fucking uh, Paid in Full. Because mm-hmm. that's the concept. That was the concept for the album. And it was so, like, Alchemist was just like, let me show you niggas what I can do. And... God, <laughs> like, oh my God, like, you can't get no better than that. And Lulu's like, what, seven songs? Yep. Like, I don't even think it's seven songs. It's really six songs and an interlude. Yo, yeah, yeah, because the interlude is just, just parts of the movie playing. That's it with the music, and then just six songs, and that's it. But it sounds like a complete project. But Lulu is killing. 80% of the shit that's out right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm telling you now, Lulu is killing everything. And then it, then you get Pray for Paris following that up and <sighs> Westside Gun just Pray for Paris just did it for So anytime <laughs> let me see what I wrote down. Anytime I have to call my, my musical homies about a fucking album or I called niggas when Lulu came out. Then we we because me and you talked about Lulu, and then I had, I got another homeboy that's in the music heavy, and I was like, "Have you heard this fucking Pray for Paris? Have you heard this shit? This shit is amazing. This shit was a am- both of these albums started the year off, and it and it just it kind of set the groundwork for what we was gonna get the whole year from Griselda, and neither one of these disappointed me. The social introvert. My chick chick. Yeah, yeah. My chick chick. Yeah. My chick chick. Yeah. Maybe chick chick. Yeah. 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 It's been a long time since I tasted working at hot plate, cooking in my homeboy basement, and Lambo knocked the coke off the table. That nigga wasted. I showed him the new straps, the AK with the green laser. I'm on some street shit. My baby mama tweet shit to stir up my haters. I'm like, why she wanna stick me for my paper? But fuck it, that's life. It's what you make it. One day you gon' meet your maker. Kobe died. I swear a nigga might cry when I watch the Lakers day. All our mamas would watch us, boy, we was neighbors But how you look a nigga mom in the face When you shot a baby, I got skeletons in my closet Right next to Balenciaga Call me Fred DiBiase Garage is a million dollars, my naga Yeah, it was just the way that God be planning shit I drop a load and take a load off That's load management The last lap, I dropped the hoe off And bagged a Spanish bitch Put out the dick, she snort the coke off I'm living lavishly, yeah, okay 
This nigga, you know what it is, baby. Yeah. Tell you from the dough. Tell you from the get go. You ain't gotta go home, but you gotta go. Uh, ain't no L's in my jacket. The Mac 11 hit your melody cracking. Ain't no pass for that in that medicine cabinet. No, can't mess with whatever's in that gelatin tablet. Ten metal fragments that flip your skeleton backwards. All we seen after that was blackness. This ain't no backpack shit. These slacks have a brick. Bitch, you need these back a bit. The trench has cactus pens. Deceased in the Benz, Lenny Kravitz skin. Don't get your cabbage split. It don't matter what the establishment wins. Always get the biggest chicken wing. You won't get to eat on one on your ring. Um, it was hard for me to to I couldn't pick one over the other because I just love them both and they came around around about the same time. It's kind of hard to justify. Um, sometimes it, it felt bad kind of having to justify Lulu because it's only six songs, but it's some of the it's some six of the hardest fucking songs you you can fuck with. The production was there, and then pray for Paris. Um. I mean, what more can I say about Pray for Pray? This nigga had a Tyler, cre- the creator feature on here. Yeah, Tyler. And it worked. Tyler killed that shit. <laughs> Tyler went I off. Think about that. This nigga had a Tyler, the creator. He had a song with, it's Westside Good, Joey Badass, Tyler, the creator, and Billy Esco. That shit don't sound like it need to fucking work. Nope. Not at all. Then, then you got... Then you got the song with um, Gibbs and Rock Marciano, the 500 ounces song. That's my shit too. Introduced, we didn't even know Bodie James was going to be <laughs> doing what he did this year. Westside had the song with Bodie James on that bitch. It just, Pray for Paris just worked, man. It just worked. And it just was like, y'all niggas ain't going to, that's it. We got you. That, that... And then with Luke. Oh, go ahead. My fault. With this is the last thing with Lulu. I cannot stop doing the 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 shoot sideways song. That's my favorite. That's still one of my favorite songs this year. With him and Schoolboy Q. Yep. Come on, man. <laughs> and then you pull the on Lulu, nigga. It's February and we listen to Cormega on a fucking song. Yeah, that threw me off too. I was like, wait a minute. I didn't even check the feature list. He's like, it's out. It's out. And as I'm listening to it, I was like. Is that Cormega rapping? <laughs> I was like, it's been a minute since we heard from Cormega. What the fuck? And then to hear him, you know, he's on the Nas album too. Killed that feature. So it's just like I said, man. Those two projects really set the groundwork for what Griselda has done. Griselda has had a chokehold on on music all year. For me, mm-hmm. they have just. They've just put out gold every time. And people be feeling like, yo, they ain't even like number one on Billboard. Who gives a fuck? Who hey, bro. <laughs> I don't think it's a lot of albums. I mean, I don't think it's a lot of albums touching what they put out. But I I can't. I, I cannot. I couldn't put one without the other. So I had a time at number four. So Lulu and Pray for Paris. Uh, Pray for Paris, Conway the Machine, and Lulu from West Side Gun. Those are my number four albums. I, I could not do this list without having both of them on there. All right. My number four album. Oh, man. I, be, I fuck with this dude heavy, man. He's dropped two projects this year. <laughs> and 
that's what made it hard for me. I'm like, okay, wait, which one, which one am I picking? Smoke Dizzer's Homegrown is number four. Uh, I forgot about that. This is this is the crazy thing he did before the album dropped. So, I, what company? What ice cream company was that he hooked up with? Uh, it's only locally, but what he did was take chocolate ice cream bars, and each mm-hmm. feature on the album um, has their their face and their name engraved on the ice cream bar, kind of like how good humor. What what was that? Good humor. No 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 ice cream uh, bar. Yes, good humor. Good humor. Um, homegrown ice cream. So Smoke Dizza and uh, Good Humor teamed up to make ice cream bars based on each feature that's on his album. Cameron's on there, Jim Jones, um, Tish Hyman's on the album, Jack Harlow's on the album. Who else is on there? Who else is on there? Uh, I believe... Um, damn, it was... It's another feature on there that was crazy. Too. Flip De Niro's on there. And it just mm-hmm. it just keeps going. But Homegrown just sat with me because there's a song on there as well with Currency, Big Crit, and uh, I think it's uh, the producer's Girl Talk. That, that's the name of the producer. And they mm-hmm. flipped the 90s joint uh, Groove Thing by... Not Groove Thing, I'm sorry. Hey, Mr. DJ by Jeanne. Mm-hmm. And what it's called Santos Party House, and it's like a it's a dedication to the blog era because they kind of came mm-hmm. up in the same era. It's just a dope ass song, and Big Crit killed that shit too. That is the best verse on that song. Mm. I don't think the current no currency didn't even have a verse on there. He did the hook. He did part of the hook. Big Crit came in there, and it was like, bro, you could have ended the song right there. You talked about that on one of your episodes too. Yeah, Big Crit. Big Crit destroyed that fucking song. I'm like, bro, put that. (laughs) Big Crit is one of the best fucking rappers of this generation. I don't care what nobody say, and that man still don't get his credit. Yeah. God. He had like one, like his last Crit. Speaking of Crit, he only had really like a one bad album. That was the last one he dropped. People really went. I wasn't feeling it either, but it was. Yeah, it was okay. But yeah, number number four is Homegrown by Smoke Dizza. And mm. the other album that you can check out if you want to is called A Closed Mouth Don't Get Fed. But yeah, that's it. Mm. I think I know what your number one is. I bet you I can I can guess your number one. I think I know exactly what it is. I don't know I don't know which one which project it is, because they came out with multiple projects this year. But I can guarantee you it's one of those. I, I, I think know. I know what your top number one is. Oh no. You're gonna be shocked. <sighs> top three time. All right. So let me just let everybody know right now. My top three is probably gonna sound pretty industry. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But um I, this album is number three because of my expectations of it being so low. Um, I fucked around and heard this nigga on a, I actually hit you up and was like, you need to listen to this nigga's feature on this fucking Dom Kennedy because this sounds like <laughs> fucking trash. <laughs> I said, this shit is fucking trash. I said, this nigga didn't, he folded in. 
So then we get an announcement that the fucking uh, he's gonna drop an album. And I was like, he better not drop no album up there. Bullshit, he pulled on the Dom Kennedy project because that shit was fucking trash and shitty. And it came out. My number three, my number three album of the year is King Disease by Nas. I literally, I literally, these are my notes. This is number three because, to be honest, I had low expectations for this album. I heard a half-hearted feature on Dom Kennedy's album and felt like it would be Nasir Part 2. Um, but Hit Boy meshed so well with Nas, and that shit was so unexpected because I, I was like, there's no way... This is gonna be. I literally was like, this is gonna be Nasir too. Ain't nobody. I literally, I said on my podcast, I was like, nobody's checking for Nas right now, man. I was nobody's angry. checking for this nigga. What, what, and oh, how did that shit go? We got this the city on lock. Yeah, yeah. You got this. I forgot how the hook go. I heard that shit. I said, oh, my whole subcart part. Dom Kennedy project though, to be honest too, man. My whole day of work was ruined after that because I can't believe Nas did that bullshit, bro. <laughs> this nigga Nas dropped a 13 uh 13 song project, and that shit is hidden from front to back. Hit Boy did his thing on the production. He has Big Sean, Don Tolliver, Lil Dirk, Anderson Pack. He, this nigga has the fucking firm. He has uh uh Fabio Fabio Foreign on here, ASAP Ferg. But he brought the firm back and it worked. Like yeah. I'm sorry. I don't really I'm not I'm one of them niggas like I don't think that's gonna work. That shit fucking worked. It did when I saw that AZ I was AZ. Was <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, maybe it would be cool if it was just him and AZ, but I don't see the firm really working. That's that's that might be my favorite song because I still, I still hadn't decided. I love Twenty Seven Summers, and and that's the shortest song, and it's the best song on there. Yeah, and then that song with the firm is like, what the fuck? My only gripe with it is nature is not on there. I would have loved to hear nature on that song. Yeah. And another thing is the first single that they dropped, which was Ultra Ultra Black. Nigga, that shit was not, did not sound cool to me. Mm -mm. Like that single even kind of made it feel like, oh, Nazir 2. Here we go. Nazir 2. Yep. And, (laughs) And then you hear the first track on here and I'm like, oh, oh. And see, I was I wanted to hear Fabio. I, I went to Spicy. Like I heard King Disease and I went to Spicy like real quick because I'm a Ferg stand. Like I love ASAP Ferg. And um Fabio was really uh, I, like I really got it started getting into Fabio really heavy. And I heard that that doom 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 I was like, ooh, ooh. That fucking spicy song is amazing. I have no qualms with this fucking album. It's nominated for a Grammy for whatever that's worth. But mm-hmm. to be completely honest with you, this had to get number three because my expectations for this album was so low. It was re- even after hearing Ultra Black, I was like, this shit is going to fuck. He's going to put out another rotten egg and we're going to sit back and laugh at him and he's going to ruin his legacy. And to be honest with you, probably one of his top three albums of all time. 
Yeah, yeah, easily, easily. For me, of course, I can't even get, I, I would never get rid of Illmatic, but it's Illmatic, Stillmatic, and then this. If I had the honorable, <laughs> if I had the honorable mention, uh, it would be Godson and It Was Written. And that's real hard for me to choose because, let me see, I, I don't know, man, because I really fuck with um, I Am. Even though that had, a, oh my God, that was a struggle. I Am was such a struggle release. <laughs> <laughs> the story behind nah, that is I so mean, fucking sad. I'm probably going to, I'm probably blaspheming right now when I say this, but I feel like King Disease is better than Stillmatic. You might, hey, that I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to argue with you. That's. I don't know, because Stillmatic is really good to me, but at the same time, it's not like, yeah, man, like, I, I'm i not praising it like I praise Illmatic or It Was Written at all. Stillmatic is still a great album, but it don't get the praise that I give towards his first two to three albums at all. Yeah. No, Illmatic is a classic, but as far as, like, number two, I'm, I'm seriously... This King Disease is seriously taking this number two spot, bro. Like, it's um, this is an amazing fucking Nas. His lyrics were on point. He finally got some great production. Hit Boy outdid Kanye with Nas. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a fucking second. You would think that Kanye and Nas getting together doing an album, which was just seven tracks, would be way better than what it was. Hit Boy was like, nigga, I'm going to give you a smooth 13 we're going to have some fire-ass features on here. I am going to kind of mesh new and old with you. And we're going to make this shit work. And it fucking works. What upsets me, though, is the fact that you heard Nas and Kanye on um, Still Dreaming on Hip Hop Is Dead. And you're like, oh, shit. This could work. These two together. And whatever the fuck that cop shot the kid, the cop shot the kid, the cop shot. No. I hate that. I fucking hate that song. I still hate that song to this day. And I don't care if it's a Richard Pryor <laughs> clip in the beginning. I still hate the song. And that what's that bullshit on it? I'm not going to get into the nausea rant. I'll leave it alone because I always get into that rant. I hate that album so much. But in Nas's catalog for me. This is number two, and a lot of a lot of a lot of Nas niggas is gonna look at me real funny. But why do you if you put this against Stillmatic, King Disease has King Disease beats Stillmatic to me. I tell you right why now. too, because with Stillmatic towards the end, what what song is that? My Country, Rule, mm. probably two of the worst Nas tracks I've ever heard in my entire life. Like my country, my country, she wants to get rid of me terrible song mm. the message is great but the song is horrible um and then what did i say rule with amory garbage mm. <laughs> other than that you could have taken them two tracks off and left poison as the last song mm. album would have been solid but that's where it fucks up for me the social introvert America, the beautiful, gangsters paradise. For a black man to be rich, you say we sacrifice our own family members. Like we're not savvy enough to make our standard figures. And ain't nobody in no cult. 
I give so much, financially give away, but there's an aspect of that that's crippling to us today. Still coping and dealing with my environment as a kid. I trust no one today because what someone in my past did. King, gotta learn to let it go and move forward. King, you should learn to say no, keep all your dough in. King, Michael Jordan gives back and you didn't know it. Like LeBron does, but it's just seldom they show it. King, get 10 points from one bird doing your thing. King, to one of your homies decide to sing. King, I started saying peace king on my song The Flyers. And after that, it took off like fire. Peace king. Take it from a street dude. You don't need to be a street dude. Get a lawyer, read your contract, and eat food. Become Roberta Flack or Lionel. When you catch Flack, that mean they got their eye on you. Produce great results, they start to lie on you. Is they love for a queen's dude in supreme shoes? Or did the street code expire with these dudes, especially now? I don't expect you to bow, but stand. Creating jobs, name my venture fun after the land I came from. That's unheard of. A hood that's known for murder. Now doing mergers. The streets is a lie. Don't believe these dudes. Jail and death is all you get. They tell you never move, but when they get money, they split. King, gotta learn to let it go and move forward. King, you should learn to say no. Keep all your dough in. King, Michael Jordan gives back and you didn't know it. Like LeBron does, but it's just seldom they show it. King, get 10 points from one bird doing your thing. King, to one of your homies decide to sing. King, I started saying peace king on my song The Flyers. Peace king. And after that it took off like fire. They hardly happy for you. Keep doing what you do. You can't please everybody. And not everybody um, is you. Don't but yeah, I, like I said, my expectations for that album was low. I was clowning Nas. Oh, you was oh yeah, you were like this nigga, but but you know it. But see, that's the thing for a lot of people. A lot of people didn't pick up that uh, half a mil album, that half a mil album with Dom Kennedy and Hit Boy, and that shit was subpar to be honest. And then I seen, but I picked it. I was like, oh shit, half a mil, like fuck, like Dom Kennedy. Let me see what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. And then um um, I seen that Nas feature. And I was like, oh, this is going to be some fire, nigga. Like, this is going to be some heat. It was on the also known as Project. Um, mm-hmm. And I heard that shit. And I was like, I, I don't know if I just hit you randomly. Yeah, you hit me no. up out of nowhere. <laughs> Did you hear this shit? And I'm at work. I said, no. Nah. I said, Nas is on the album? <laughs> and then I was like, all right. And I go straight to the song. And then we got the city on lot. Yeah. Yeah, he had a city on lot. I said, what is this shit is mid? What is this? Because all you said was, you were like, bro, does this sound off to me? I don't know. Maybe I'm tripping. I said, let me check. That ruined my whole fucking day. I couldn't wait to get home. That feature was horrible. I was like, this is garbage. I was like, this nigga phoned it in. He literally phoned that shit in. He was like, oh, what? Dom Kennedy, I right, well, whatever. Um, but after hearing that feature, I, and then this nigga talking about they going to king this. Man, I was like, fuck this shit. I seen I'm the artwork. I said, don't impress me with some fire ass artwork if the album going to be trash, bro. Right. Boy, okay. did I have to eat crow. <laughs> I had to eat crow, man. I ain't even complain at all. Um, say what? No, I ain't even complain. I ain't say nothing else after that when, when King's Disease came out. I was like, all right. I'll chill. That shit, that shit was fire. It was fire. So yeah, my number three, Nas King Disease. All right, this uh, this number three on my list. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Stove mm-hmm. guy cooks reasonable drought. Ooh, you put him at number three. Yes, sir. 
Wow. When I heard cocaine, I when I heard cocaine cologne, I was like, "What's this shit? This sounds like some Griselda shit." And he started singing, "Still smelling like a brick right now." I was like, "This nigga, <laughs> ooh, what is this?" I was like, "All right, album come out." And then uh, what's the first Rolls Royce brake lights? I'm like, "Come on, fam, <laughs> who is this guy?" <laughs> I ain't never heard of the nigga before, but I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch him. I said, because this nigga's nice. And he's just rapping that hard shit, but he's singing and harmonizing on the songs. I'm like, all right, I'm going to have to watch this dude, man. Yeah, number three, Reasonable Drought by Stove God Cooks, produced by Rock Marciano. Little secret. I didn't know Rock Marciano could produce like that. Me neither. Never paid attention to his. I always loved his lyricism. I didn't know he could produce like that. I think that just can't. I think that comes with just being in the game for so long, though. You feel me? Yeah. I think that's just one of them things where my Rock Marcy was like, yo, I've been in the game for a minute. Fuck it. And Rock Marcy did his thing on that album, man. That wow. Sh- number three? Number three. Shit, now I feel like a I feel like a loser putting him at number six. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing I was trying to I was fighting with that or Alfredo. I'm like, fuck, which one? Oh my god. Um, I controversial, possibly controversial pick. I don't know. I've said that about all my picks, but I don't give a fuck. My number two album of the year. And I've listened to this several times and I can't deny it. And I was amped when it came out. I was amped when I was being hyped up. I was amped for the rollout. I was amped for all of that shit. And it didn't disappoint me. Might have disappointed a couple other people. Uh, it, But it, it gave me exactly what I wanted. I've been a fan for this guy for a minute. My number two album of the year, The Weekend After Hours. Mm. I fucking love this album. It is an acid trip. I've never taken cocaine or acid before in my life. Feels but like listening it. to this album makes me feel like I've that's this is probably how it goes. That's the reason why <laughs> listening to him star cause Starboy kind of like gave me the confidence. I'm like, you know what, this is the type of music I want to fuck with and make. And then I hear after hours, I'm like, all right, yeah. Um, I think I'm convinced. I've the sound, the fucking soundscape with this album is great too. Unfucking believable to me. And you and you have to think this nigga just coming off of my dear. I think it was my dear melancholy. He a bitch just broke up with him. Mm-hmm. He had just came off of um Selena. Was it Selena Gomez? Yep. One of them Hispanic girls broke up with him, broke his fucking heart, and that nigga was singing his ass off like he was just like, I can't believe this. And now this nigga's like, fuck that bitch. I'm finna go to Vegas. I'm about to do all kinds of drugs. I'm about to fuck this bitch in the fucking studio and kick her the fuck out. I'm doing all the shit I want to do. I'm crashing cars. I'm snorting coke. I'm doing all of this shit. And you're going to love it. And I fucking loved it. I loved it from front to back. I fucking love this project. I think The weekend, um solidified his superstar status with this album i think people need to give him some fucking respect party next door can kiss my ass this is the nigga you want to fuck with you fuck party next door for me that's this is the nigga you want to fuck with and that that's the sad part because 
it took me a while to get used to the weekend. I'm like, eh, whatever. And my whole thing was, yo, party next door. But party next door was so absent. Like, okay, party party mobile is cool. But he dropped this. He dropped, he dropped that this year. Yeah, he dropped party dropped party mobile this year. And then you follow it up with an EP, which most of those songs are really old. I'm glad he re-released West Side District because that's my favorite party song. But it's like, fam, like, you could have, like, what's going on with you, bro? <laughs> you just letting cats progress and get better. And, of course, that's going to make me shy away from you and kind of see what everybody's talking about with The weekend, or why are they hyping The weekend up so much? I wasn't really fucking with The weekend until a star boy really came out. And I'm like, oh. Mm-mm. I've been fucking with that nigga from the from the jump, bro. Like, and, and it, the thing about his trilogy. You, oh. uh, no, you good. His trilogy projects, dope projects, by the way. Amazing. But it took me a Amazing. minute. Like, I, I still listened to him when they came out, but it was like, oh, he's he's cool. And I was like, whatever with it. <laughs> nigga, on one of my Facebook memories, I have a picture of me buying the trilogy from Best Buy. Like, I was like, <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was. Everybody bought that shit. I bought that shit out. Of, I went when I when I knew it was dropping. When I knew it was dropping, I drove my ass to Best Buy and bought the trilogy. And just on CD, I have this shit on CD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to listen the fuck out of this shit. I was just in heaven. And you know, when I heard that he was dropping a project this year, I'm like, that shit's gonna be fire. It dropped early too. I think it that dropped around February, yeah. March, something like that. He was supposed to wait. Um, like it dropped early early 2020 but i have been listening to it off and on if i want to get into like a little bit of a zone just turn the lights out and and watch scary movies or some shit like that or play a game or something like i throw on after hours it's it is a very good project i I like how because you noticed the the cover art Mm -hmm. with you know the bloody nose and everything yeah um yeah, you see uncut gems. It kind of follow like everything that he's doing, like the bandaged face and everything, is kind of following the uncut gems thing. I like mm-hmm. how he's doing that. And then his first his first single was Heartless, and the Heartless video. I seen the Heartless video, and this nigga's in bandages. I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, and he's kept the thing is he has consistently kept that whole rollout thing of him. Um, in the bandages and it either gets worse or it looks a little bit better or like just everything about surrounding after hours has just worked for me yeah and I, I just feel like that was one of the best projects that had came out this year like hands down yeah, it weirded you me out because i'm like what i don't get it and like what is he doing and then it took me a minute because everybody saw and there's a lot of people that are talking about uncut gems but they didn't mention him in there and then it got to, you know, the weekend and everything in that movie. I'm like, oh, I get it. All right. And he just followed up with it, man, and used it as a rollout. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I, I just feel like I just feel like he he dropped a hell of a project, a hell of an album, man. And he did the deluxe. I haven't listened to the deluxe for real. I like I I mean I I haven't listened to it. I it's, don't give a fuck about it, deluxe. It's okay. with you. you you ain't missing. You're not missing nothing. But um I I him coming off of My Dear Melancholy and following up with 
him coming out with some songs about him getting his heart broken to you bitches, y'all bitch, you bitch, you ain't shit. I'm out here. I'm in Vegas right now. His whole shit is about Vegas. <laughs> like, I love it, man. I love it. So that's my number two. The weekend after hours. Amazing project. I take Amazing it back on, on the deluxe edition. Is is one song on there featuring um Uzi Vert. Uh I think it was can't think of the name, but it's like the Vaporwave remix. Listen to that. Mm. That one's pretty cool. Uh so where we at? Number two. Number two. I I I cannot go a day without or a week without praising this cat. I feel like it was an album that got overlooked. He had the dopest freestyle this year. And he deserves his flowers. The Allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Mm. It's number two. And the only reason mm. why I he's not he would have been number one, but the reason why he's up that high is because of the message of the album. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why is he calling it the allegory? And then when he explained it, how he pulled from Plato's the allegory, which means like the the light at the end of the tunnel, the, the struggle of black people trying to get to the light at the end of the tunnel. That's what stuck mm-hmm. out to me the most. And then the final track of the song where he's just talking about rappers spreading a negative message you know just being a bad influence and then he goes in to apologize about it at the because he he did that once too in his early days he apologized for spreading that type of content in early on in his mm-hmm. career that kind of summed up that album for me just everything and then mm-hmm. the fact that he he produced the entire project by himself mm-hmm. so that that was another one that was i just i have to put it up there in my list because I, I can't let 2020 go by without me mentioning Royce the Five Nine. He came in what January, February. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was one. Of, that was the first major um, project that came out 2020. Yeah, and I just kept sitting there. I'm like, damn. I was like, this came out. Nobody's talking about it. Like I was legit sad about it. It's like, dang. I said, well. I said, hopefully this helps. I was like, he is in my top ten. I was like, I can't let the album go because I keep going back listening to it. Hmm. So yeah, number no. two is the allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Product of the dope game. Mama wanted no pain. Papa wanted cocaine. Papa smoking pot over the pot over the stove flame. Dollar short from acquiring no change. Started out with no shame. To ride around in Mosaic. Talents, I feel no pain. Cotton mouth with us who got the code names. I remember nodding out too high, just watching Soul Train. Now I'm yachting out the boat brain. Hundred thousand dollar gold chain. Wife and got too pricey for a Cadillac. Too icy to be fighting. Too godly for a battle rap. Too nice to be in ciphers. Too deep for moderation. Too free for exoneration. We're seeking validation. Young black receiving salutations. Product on a dope game. Mama wanted no pain. Papa wanted cocaine. Papa smoking pot over the pot over the stove flame. Flyer than the sky, I am the pilot of the soul plane. Rider of the pyro, I was a rider way before fame. All y'all do is a cyber. I come from the bottom right by the soil where the rose came. I'm too private to try to expose lanes. And I'm too violent to be riding with those things. 
I'm too shady to be neutral, these artists try to divide us. If I go Kendrick Lamar, the world gon' watch the control change. I'm way too vicious to ask for my respect. I'm way too Michelin for the dissing, man, listen. Even minding my business, I deal with entire sets. Always on time to connect, like the IRS. Product of the dope game, nostril full of cocaine. Violence over dying over war games. Die here, get choke blames. Die here, and they choke chains. Divide you in the faux main. Side means your whole frame. How can I be washed? I'm having shooter rival thoughts, suicidal thoughts. I should be writing these rhymes in a diary of Cobain. Beat him till his Bible lost. Beat him till he dies, and then beat his body till we revive him. And then this post came. Where I come from, I tell the joke, say you the joke. Where I come from, I sell the dope, you do the dope. My brethren, I'm not a legend, I'm not a vet. Do not address me a second, I'm the best. You niggas always sleeping, I'd rather stay woke. They say you are what you eat, but I never ate goat. I went from straight pole to shopping malls and rapes, blowing gray smoke. Dialed in like Calvary's cars, strapped up like Waco. Playing ho, friend of foe, lost friends like Rawson, Ray Joe, in a row. Big bro is a criminal, D-U-L's, give me O's. The only thing that look good on paper to me is Benji's hoe. My sobriety's been more faithful to me than these O's. Never compromising my intellect for the internet, just in these goals, in the rows. How the fuck is Nickel Nine and Yes Man with 24-7? I stay in the know. For I hold a grudge, I take a flight to Paris. For I spill blood, I drink a pint of theirs. I don't age. And if I would have got, for me, man, it's that number 10 for me just because the it's just, it's a lot of shit that he's talking about that just really oh, goes over my head. A lot bro. of it did go and over I, my head too. It's just like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, but that doesn't take away from the project being good. Like I said, I think Royce getting out there doing his, getting to his producer bag and and just kind of showing people like, yo, nigga, like I'm about to go to the next phase of my career as far as like in the produce because he's produced he produced some shit on the new Eminem shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he's produced some some songs out here for other people, but as far as like me like getting it, like I just didn't. I didn't get it. Like I didn't really get a better understanding. It only stuck out to me because of that title, and I'm like, I think one of them philosophers got a poem called Allegory, and I couldn't remember who it was. I thought it was Aristotle, but then I was like, wait. And then somebody was like, no, it's Plato, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I went to go reread what the allegory was, and I'm like, oh shit, that's what he's talking about. And I was like, all right, I got to give it to Royce. Well, I don't think it's hard to figure out what my number one is. I'm not going to give it a lot of fluff. I'm just going to say it. Number one, Alfredo, Freddie Gibbs. <laughs> I've been saying this since the fucking album dropped. And I stand, I'm going to stand on this. I'm sticking to it. This is the best album of the fucking year. The first thing I said on my paragraph of what I wrote is, Sid, we spoke this into existence. We did. <laughs> we we spoke it into existence. We made this. We Freddie Gibbs owes, owes us like a little bit of a check because we spoke it into existence. But from the very from the intro with Bernie Mac to the features to the production, the production is fucking flawless by Alchemist. It makes me feel like it's it. It makes me feel like this was Al, Alchemist's best year as far as a producer this is one of his top years as a producer um freddie gibbs is maintaining his run from the uh from 
the Freddy Project. And he's he's been running ever since. Like the man has been making very, very solid projects. And you get to Alfredo, which is 10 songs. We didn't get a fucking dumbass fucking deluxe with it. This nigga gave you 10 fucking songs. The nigga has a fucking the features work. The Rick Ross, Scotty Bean. You can't tell me that song is not fire as fuck. The Frank Lucas song with, with Benny the Butcher. He has a fucking song with Tyler the Creator on here. Uh, something to rap about. He's got the Conway the Machine um feature that's it this is this is this is what i the fucking the fucking first fucking single the 1985 shit yeah these niggas to the fucking desert you hear that fucking guitar and i'm like what the fuck is this you got this is amazing i can hear it like through the well because i didn't have headphones but like i'm saying the significance of just headphones or depending on which kind that you have makes all the difference in the world and i just saw the video i was oh that looks cool whatever and i just heard the guitar but when you put the headphones on you hear the bass line compliment with the guitars and then freddie comes in he starts rapping i'm like dude what? <laughs> alchemist took his time produced he came and you can't fucking find what he what he fucking sampled at all. Yes. You don't know what the fuck this nigga sampled on this fucking album. It's not Shazamable. Freddie Gibbs is. Think about this, y'all. Think about this. This nigga had Freddie, then it was Fetty, and then he had Bandana, which was was um should have been one of the best albums of 2019. Um, and then he goes to this. This is just, ain't nobody doing it better than Freddie Gibbs. Honestly, Freddie Gibbs is putting in fucking work. This album, I guarantee you, you can fucking start this from the very beginning. Just listen. This nigga took a Bernie Mac comedy skit to start the fucking album. And it works. And he's like, don't lose the beat. Don't lose the beat. And then the fucking 1985 beat, the guitar comes in. Come on, man. Come on, man. Alchemist literally, I think Alchemist like really produced the fuck out of this. I remember watching Gibbs on on IG Live talk about this album. He's like, "We got something. It's coming. We got something coming. We got it coming. It's coming. It's coming." And y'all niggas ain't ready for it. And now you know they kick they kick Freddie Gibbs off IG. He ain't even on IG anymore. (laughs) (laughs) He do too much. Y'all kick one of the funniest IG stories. In existence off y'all platform <laughs> y'all are crazy freddie gibbs got one of the funniest instagram stories period right damn right my boy sent me a meme of freddie gibbs as the grim reaper and the first door is mad lib and you see that he takes the siphon he beheads mad lib the second mm-hmm. door is the alchemist alchemist is beheaded and <clears throat> It's like he's going up to the third door knocking and mm. the head of it is Ninth Wonder. And I told him, I said, Los, I said, I swear to God, if he does a project with Ninth Wonder, that <laughs> that's going to cap it off. He's going to be one of my favorite artists to ever exist because he know how I feel about Ninth Wonder. I said, if Freddie mm-hmm. Gibbs does something with Ninth Wonder, it's over with. Respect It'll be over with. The only thing that I would like to uh, see happen is if Freddie Gibbs did something with Mad Lib's brother. Oh no. Mm. 
if he does something with him, that would that'd be kind of dope too. Because I think Mad Lib and Oh No are known as the professionals together. So if mm-hmm. that sort of thing kind of happens, that would be dope. I'd like to see that. Mm. That would be fire. So, oh, well, hold on. Let me finish my rant oh, real oh, quick. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. If, if Alfredo doesn't win the fucking Grammy for for hip hop album of the year, then we have a fucking problem and we need to burn Hollywood the fuck down. We got to burn this shit down. I, I, look, King Disease is in there and the Allegory is in there, and both of those are very solid albums. And I give it to him. Hey, Nas, great job. Hey, Royce, great job. Um, who else is that? Meg is in there somewhere, I'm sure. And and D Smoke and all these other niggas. Whatever. Alfredo is the album of the fucking year. It came out I don't of care what a lot of y'all niggas say. I know a lot of y'all niggas feel like Lil Baby did his thing and all this other shit. Like if you if if you don't come away from Alfredo with at least three or four songs off of this album that you that are amazing. It's something wrong with you. This is a fucking amazing album. This is album of the year. I'm sorry. It 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 just it 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 it, it and it was like number and I was like this nigga put it at number six. Mm-hmm. Six. I was like he couldn't even. You mean Alfredo couldn't even crack your top five? Fuck. This is album of the year. Album of the fucking year. But That's it's your top ten. He got. It. Can I get one? Guess yeah 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 sure. I gotta get your number one. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking, and I'm thinking your number one has to be one of the Ransom Nick Cravens albums. No. Oh wow. Okay. That almost made the list. That, I thought at least one of them would be on there, them, but them you, so you have been, you have been, you have been really going hard for that shit, and Jesus. I was like, oh, he picked one of those for number one then. I didn't know what the hell they were doing. I was like, oh, I get it. And I'm like, he's doing the horror movie thing. That shit's tight. No, um, my number one. Oh, were you were you still trying to guess? No, nah, that was that was my guess. I was oh. like, he probably picked one of the okay. ransom albums, but run ransom projects. But. So this this man came off of a record label, uh, dominating the year. COVID happens, and he takes over a platform. Single-handedly, oh by himself. <laughs> Something very unfortunate happens to this man as soon as he buys his masters, and from that point on to now, he has been getting slandered left and right, just thrown to the wolves, thrown in the mud, pissed on, whatever. And he recently did drop an EP last week, I believe. I don't know. Um, and oh, he has he has two albums out this year as well. My number one album oh is God. Daystar by Tory Lanez. You are either you're you are fucking ge- I'm just gonna say this because I'm not gonna pull the curtain away. You're a fucking genius. If being black is being culture, what's the cancel culture? Sound like some white shit, them niggas planted on us. The cops killing only heroes are the camera quarters. When major corporations rambling by niggas on Twitter when all they did was put BLM in their handles for us. Hoping your eyes they ain't standing for us. It's 2020, been a year, God planted for us. A lot of things he got planted for us. I'm in that ring like Rocky, I got a shot type Aki, but it is still a score. What's everybody in their feelings for? It's cause I'm aiming at the ceiling floor. Still popping on these niggas, waiting while they slither. When I'm coming, they can feel it more. The blogs only want my words just to switch them more. What do you do when in court? Lawyers is telling you not to talk, and as soon as you don't, you playing a villain for it. You got a lot of feelings still in store. Still hearing stories that niggas talk about 
victory is over. I'm God's child and one of his most glorious soldiers. I'm working at the old man's custodian quota. I'm notorious for the stories of overcoming the poorest situations and coming out glorious from them. Niggas taught us to sell dope when you bought in the summer. He was lacking a couple cats that got caught in the summer. Put up on him, they started clapping his dome in the summer. No wonder. I wish my dog, I used to fuck with him hard. He pull up to the tour bus with the dogs. He used to tell me I'm a dawn and I'm a prince and how I come with the charm. And laugh back and say don't fuck with no frogs. Lil' cuz you a star. Take me to the back, bust a cigar. Told me rap and stop hustling raw. But I was doubling hard. Next step, cop coming in car. And you was always there to bust up a charge. Shit just fuck with me hard. Now it's panning out. News camera standing out. Wrongfully accused, but on the news is what the man about. Even my own friend's hands wasn't out. Tell me what that's all about. Fame got us falling out. Niggas hated on me, made me grind harder. It's gonna be people that's gonna switch when the time's harder. The door's open for a short line of niggas and it figures it's the time. I ain't trying to make my line longer. I make my mind stronger. I make my heart colder. I work the best when my back is about to wall for you. I'm going through some changes. Close friends turning strangers. I'm trying to turn the pages even though it's anger in my heart for you. Yeah, more important than ever. The snow is falling on my brain in the coldest December. I tell a lie. Like y'all, I'm fine, but I'm holding together. I'm back on pace for the race. I'm at a rate when niggas just start blowing this cheddar so damn hard that I part ways with both of my hoes. I had them both tripping out and going together. You're a genius. What? what? <laughs> the album what is good. Genius, the album is. <laughs> the album is good. I ain't saying that. I just called you a genius. The, You're a fucking genius. The album is amazing. People can talk whatever they want. Oh, it's whack. No, it's not. You're lying to yourself. <laughs> you're lying to yourself because i said that to myself I'm like man this is about to be trash blah 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 whatever i don't want to hear it i'm mad because he didn't go on instagram live to talk about it and all i did was press play and let it run i'm like wait a minute this album's better than the new toronto three okay <laughs> and i just stuck with the opinion and then of course i'm hearing you and shogun on government talk about it y'all had the same opinion about it the album's great. That shit was fire, though. <laughs> that album is good. <laughs> like, it's, come on. My number one album of 2020 wow. is Daystar by Tory Lanez. Wow. There you go. You're a fucking genius. <laughs> wow. So much content. Wow. So much content throughout that album. Like, if, and I know people hadn't listened to the album, the ones who were all up in their feelings and emotions. Go listen to Sorry But I Had To. Just listen to it. <laughs> Lyrical breakdown. And, and there, there's other songs like that on the album, but listen to that one in particular. You're like, whoa. <laughs> like he's shooting off at wow. everybody. Wow. My, my number one is Daystar. <laughs> I have, I, I'm speechless right now. I'm not blowing smoke. I'm not trolling. I'm so serious. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Daystar. You didn't think it said, fuck that. I'm putting Daystar as my number one album of the year. I had to. Cause wow. I, and this is me going back to listen. I'm like, wait a minute, bro. It's the album is... I, nah, I can't even lie, though. The album is fire, bro. It's a lot of the variety album. in the album. It's a lot of him conf not confessing, but talking about the situation and own coming to owning his masters and everything the falling out the everything i'm like wait a minute mm, you're a fucking genius you're a genius and i am a lowly <laughs> i am a lowly ass kisser <laughs> wow 
And it was rough Shit. for me because I was like, man, I'm struggling between Stove God, Royce, and Tory Lanez. Wow. That was not where I thought you was going. I literally was like, this nigga picked a ransom. He picked one of the ransom Nicholas Craven albums because you was you were praising it so much this year. But damn, nigga, that came out of left field. Okay. Okay. Can't I can't fuck. I can't let him. Because I've, I've heard it. I can't, <laughs> it is really good. I can't let him float out into the abyss like that. <laughs> Y'all not just gonna get him out of here like that. We still have not gotten the full confession. I believe what I believe. I think Kelsey shot her ass. <laughs> I just think that's the case. Oh, it's Tori did it. Tori. Let's put the blame on Tori. Oh, my God. I just think that was the case. I don't know. But people have their, their opinions of what they think. They think Tori really did do it. They, you know, they think Meg was playing around with the gun and shot herself. And who knows? But like I said, Daystar. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> I've heard the album. Like, that's the thing, too. For all the niggas who hadn't heard the album, they don't really know. And I've heard it. And I'm not blowing smoke when I say that album was... Anytime you get my co-host Shogun to say, nah, that album was good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to a nigga that he don't really righteously fuck with, like, I righteously fuck with Tory Lanez. Like, I've been a, a Tory Lanez fan for a minute. And that album is really good. And that was... The, <laughs> and it's funny because if you follow government name and when a Tory Lanez project would be out Shogun said every time now you know I don't know I don't really fuck with all of that you know R&B shit you know mm-hmm. I mean I'll mm-hmm. take a chance on him but I don't know for sure and then he took a chance on this and he's like yeah 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 this this shit hard yeah so for all them niggas who didn't listen to it because they was protesting all that other shit and y'all questioning this man's number one maybe you should go listen to it Cause I've listened to it. I've listened to it a couple times since it came out, and that shit is actually really good. <laughs> and it let me know too when I'm listening to some of the songs where he's just shooting shots at people. No pun intended. But um, I don't think people should try to get at him on the dissing tip. <laughs> just, just don't. Just don't. Like Bun B is one of my favorite artists, and for him to even go mm. at Bun B, I was like, oh shit, okay. Uh, I he was throwing shots at Asian Doll, JoJo, mm-hmm. <laughs> JoJo twice. He was going at everybody. Yeah, listen to the album and see why this man picked number one. Damn. Okay. Well, so honorable honor- mention time. Yeah, honorable Wait, mentions. Okay, oh. before we go into that, what did you think about my list? Oh, I liked your list, man. I, I, you know what I thought number one was going to be for you. What was it? I thought it was going to be Burden of Proof. Yeah. I thought Burden Proof was gonna be your number one. Mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. Now, and, and I knew because at, at 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 first I was like, "Damn, this nigga ain't said Alfredo yet." What the fuck? I guess he really. I guess Alfredo's in his honorable mention. I guess. Oh no. I said Burden Proof might be his number one. And when you got the Burden of Proof, I said, "Oh, oh, okay, yeah." Alfredo's definitely his honorable mention. And when you said your number one was, I'm like, "Oh, never mind." But yeah, I no, and been, I didn't even think. Saying, yeah. I didn't even think Reasonable Drought would have been in your top like that i love that but you but you were telling me yo bro get get on this real quick so god cooks was was killing that shit nah man um i had to put alfredo number one i've been saying it all year and i i I can't and 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 to be honest with you my top when we because we've been we've been in messenger back and forth about like the the list and i thought we were just gonna do hip-hop albums which my list would have completely been completely different if we were doing hip-hop 
but the R&B that I threw in, which was, I mean, not really a lot, but the R&B that I had to throw in there changed the dynamic of my list completely. So I, I had to, I had to do some ties and and some shit like that. Like I had to kind of razzle dazzle it. But um, I like your list. You always come with a very eclectic list. It, re- I really did not see Stove God Cook being number three for you. I didn't see that happening. I knew it was going. I was like, he'll probably have it in his top five, but I mean, it, I didn't think it was going to be like number three. What got it for me, man, when I first put it on, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be some like similar Griselda shit, all right? And you know, he started singing. I was like, I don't really hear none of them type of niggas sing on the hook like that, or you know, or throughout their verses. Mm-hmm. And I just kept listening to Reasonable Dry over and over and over. It's a weird ass cover, so that's also the reason why I kept going back to it. Cause I'm like, what type of album cover is this shit? <laughs> like, right. that's the no, that's the one thing that'll catch me off guard. Like, if I'm drawn to your album cover, I'm gonna hit play. And Reasonable Drought was just one that I kept looking at over and over, and just pressing play on. Mm. Mm. And of course, wow. even though it's weird that Alfredo's my number six, but that's also another one. Like, the album cover again is a play on the Godfather shit, but mm-hmm. with the the noodles with that off the fucking you know alfredo from the plate or the bowl but that's the thing the, the name is the two is the name of the two niggas making the album yeah that too that's i was like that's you know and i, I would have thought of a different name but the fact and he was like wait a minute alchemist fredo freddie gives he calls himself fredo so i was like okay that works but i'm like i never would have thought of just naming the project that you know something real simple it works man god Six. I can't believe you had it at number six. It didn't even crack your top five. Shit. Man, it, it's a lot of shit that I was just having a difficult time with, man. I was kind of mad at the end after I finished the list. Yeah, I looked at, like, I have a, okay, I guess it's honorable mention time, right? I have a shit ton of them. Um, go ahead. So I'm going to kind of go down my list. There's a couple of them that I kind of want to explain. Um, The first one on my honorable mentions is, like, Little Baby, My Turn. It is a it is a dope album and it's good. It was relevant. It had a lot to do with what was going on. I just didn't listen to it enough. I maybe listened to it spin I let it spin like twice. And I like Lil Baby, man. But and I was telling uh we was talking, I was telling Sid before we started the pod, like I was literally going to try to justify my list by taking St. John off and putting Lil Baby in his spot, but I wouldn't have been being true to myself if I would have did that. So, um, but I think Lil Baby My Turn was like one of the top albums of the year. So I got Lil Baby, um, I got the Tory Lanez Daystar, that's like number two. Um, for a lot of y'all niggas um who don't give these women respect, City Girl City on Lock project was fucking amazing. Y'all niggas need to go back and listen to that shit because that shit is good. <laughs> it is good. Fuck Meg, like y'all niggas need to fuck with the City Girls for real. Um I love you, JT. I will forever love you. <laughs> forever. Um, Juicy J, The Hustle Continues. That came out later in the year, but it was still a good, solid project. Goody Mob Survival Kit was really good. We got an Andre 3K verse out of that, and I cannot tell you how valuable that is. We need to preserve that, man. Um, Spillage Village, Spillington. Very good project. Uh, solid, solid. The super group with, like, uh, just all of fucking... Uh, Dreamville, <laughs> but that Spillington project was good, man. Like Spillage Village, um, Chloe and Halle Ungodly Hour. I, 
I, I gotta say this, and I've been I, I've been I've been needing to say this, and I've been saying this on Twitter for a minute, but Do It is probably the one of the best, probably the best single of 2020, and that's a Scott Storch produced single, and I can't stop listening to that single. That that Do It is was the perfect single to come out with this year for them. That fucking ungodly hour, I'm not no you know 17 year old titty pop girl and none of that shit but that fucking project is good <laughs> like fuck what y'all talking about and they just had the perfect single to come out like if you don't like do it there's something wrong with you um b7 by brandy very good r&b album um ty dollar sign featuring ty dollar sign solid as fuck a lot of people might not remember but circles came out circles for mac miller came out this year yeah. very good yeah and it, it's sad it that that shit made me cry <laughs> um flo millie ho why are you here nigga please anybody who fuck with flo millie man she she is a very dope artist and i think she's gonna be big so y'all niggas need to really get that whole why are you here it's a great project uh 21 savage savage mode 2 <laughs> that's just good yeah um Buster Rhymes, yeah. ELE2, yeah. very good. that I had put out here a long a, a, a little while ago a lot of y'all niggas feel like y'all was hip to her but I'm I was hip to her first cash page uh teenage fever very solid project um I, I just want to let y'all a lot of y'all niggas know I was on her first so don't <laughs> don't lie to yourself um Don Tolliver heaven or hell very good project uh childish Gambino uh 2020 I think a lot of people forgot that he dropped this year um, 07 Shake, uh, Modest Vivendi, I can't pronounce that title, but 07 Shake's album, 
That came out in January. I ain't heard nobody talk about this shit since, for real. Yeah. Um, Division, Amusing Her Feelings, very good R&B album. Y'all niggas need to fuck with that shit. Big Sean, Detroit 2. Uh, De Niro, Farrar, uh, Soul Food, very good. This nigga out of North Carolina. If you haven't heard of him before, you need to fuck with him. Ransom, Ransom Director's Cut 2, Scene 2, that was really good. And last but not least, in my honorable mentions, Uzi Vert completely killed the year with like four titles. That nigga never has to rap again, if you ask me. Like, he's completely killed the game. Playboy Cardi who? <laughs> like, Uzi Vert came out and pissed on y'all hoes. I was like, and y'all oh, niggas, he about to go away for like two more years. He's like, nope. Dropped the album the following week and then sold just as much records as he did. I'm like, Jesus. Like... <laughs> That nigga, that nigga did the deluxe correctly. Exactly. That's that's the reason why I don't really give him any like pushback at all. Because I'm like, okay, he dropped it separately. He didn't include the original album <laughs> along with a fucking deluxe. Like, don't do Thank that. You. Don't do it. Uzi Vert pissed on y'all niggas, and a lot of y'all niggas look real stupid right now. And that nigga said he gonna retire pretty soon anyway. So what else does he have to do? He did a fucking future project, and it was good. Him and Future did a joint project and it was it was good. So y'all keep that Uzi Vert shit on y'all niggas if y'all want to. Cause that's exactly what he did for 2020. <laughs> All right. My honorable mentions um is starting with Ransom and Nicholas Craven's director's cut scene one. I legit thought that was gonna be like I thought one of those was gonna be your number one. This nigga ransom and then the new one, crime scenes. He's just He's going nuts on that album too. Like just his, I don't know what it is. Like he's rapped like that always, but it's something different now. Like he's just hungrier for, I, I don't know. And he's been around for a long time. It might be the Nicholas Craven beats. Yeah. Cause those are good. Them fucking beats, bro. <laughs> like, this nigga Nicholas Craven. Um, then uh, an EP by an artist named Yasmin Lacey. And the name of the project is Morning Matters. That came out in March. That's like right when the quarantine started. 070 Shakes album. Um, I cannot pronounce that damn name. And it's it's. I said it's Vivendi. as Modus Vivin Vivendi. But the artwork. That was in my The artwork yeah, looks so fire, bro. Future. <laughs> mm-hmm. The artwork looks crazy. Um, but that's a, it's a good. It's a, actually a really good project, man. It just came out early. Yeah, Will Jordan and E Jones be good. It's an EP. It's kind of. Under the Radar, R&B. But it's a really good album. He's been writing songs for other artists. And I'm only familiar with it because, or it stuck out to me because of E. Jones. E. Jones is a part of Jamla Records with uh, Ninth Wonder. Givian, Take Time, his album. Another R&B artist on the come up. Really dope. Bosco's Someday This Will All Make Sense. Mm. Boldy James, The Price of Tea in China. I uh, cannot believe I forgot about that. Mm. How you gonna drop that and then drop a deluxe? <laughs> Bro, stop doing it. Just drop it as an EP. <clears throat> Marlo 2 by Marlo. Marlo is a duo. Uh, LaRange and Solemn Brigham. And I keep saying this. I've been saying it for a few years. I don't know who the hell that dude is, Solemn Brigham. Because mm-hmm. when I heard the first Marlo, I said, who's this guy? I can't find anything on the internet prior to this. Hmm. I can't find any, but the dude raps. He can rap his ass off. Um, and then finally uh, is an album that I have been waiting on for about maybe a year and a half. 
It's by Joe Hertz. He's a producer from the United Kingdom. And he dropped an album somewhere around at the top of the summer called Current Blues. I don't know, man. Some with Joe Hertz. That was like, when it comes to honorable mentions, that's my number one. Because when I heard the album, I was like, yo, fam, we stuck in the damn house. We can't go nowhere. We can't vacation nowhere. The album is literally that is something that you can listen to on vacation. Mm -hmm. And the the artist that he collaborates with, I've never heard of before. But every time I hear a song from him, I have to go look for the artist that's featured on there. So, yeah, those are my honorable mentions. Oh, I got one more I need to put out here. And uh, I guess I can, but maybe I can't. But I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, Drake, Dark Dark Lane demo tapes. A lot of those are just leaked songs, but that was actually a pretty good project for for it, for it to be a whole bunch of leaked songs, man. It's got my one of my favorite songs of the year, Desires. I was I was singing Desires before it came out because I heard it. Hey, see it? What's up? Why didn't you have whole lot of red on your top ten list, sir? Oh no! Did it not, did it not make the cut? <clears throat> <laughs> no, I, I don't know what to say. And I'm not dropping an episode Thursday. I was going to say, you know what? I'm going to do an episode Thursday. And I said, you know what? No, I'm going to complain about it at the beginning of the year. It's like, you know what? I'm going to leave that behind in 2020. And I got to get it out now. What in the fuck was that? I had a whole lot of red did not impress you. Okay. There may be one song on the album that kind of, I was like, oh, okay. I'm kind of fucking with it. Uh, What is it? Slayer? That might have been it, and it's probably because it's just the beat. The beat is really cool. That album from front to back, oh my goodness, is trash, juice, mm. garbage, terrible, ash, boo boo. What was that? Party, bro. Like that's your problem. You're not about that vamp life. What was that song that he dropped? Like his breakout song in New York. I merely that was him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Great song. In New York, I really rock. Magnolia. There we go. Magnolia. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, man. I can't wait to see what he does next. I want everybody to have a happy new year. Brother, happy new year to you. I think I was talking to uh, Robin Mortal last night. And I was talking to him. And I was like, yo, being transparent here for a second. I think you have been like one of my best friends, bestest friends this year. Um, just because of us commu- us communicating and the music conversations we've been having like behind the scene, you know, off the mic and shit like that and, and the music shit that we've been talking about. And um, I've really enjoyed, um, you know what I'm saying, getting closer with you this year. I don't know if you see it the same way, but... Yeah, I appreciate it, man. I, I just, yeah, yeah, like, man. yeah, I was like, yo, I was like, Sis, uh, you're awesome. We've never met in person, but... And you're an awesome ass individual, man. I enjoy our conversations. I enjoy the music conversations that we have. I just enjoy the shit that we do together. So I just wanted to let you know, like, man, I am so happy that we're we're growing a little closer to each other. And I appreciate you so much. Um, I, and, I, and I don't have a lot of people I can talk music with like I can with you. And just the shit that we be talking, like... We're fucking really idiot, and I know sometimes I probably you probably be like this niggas need keep adding me on fucking Twitter like shut the fuck up. But oh no, um, but I've just had a whole lot of fun, um, just you know, conversating with you and fucking around on Twitter and all this other shit. So I, you know, I just I've, I've it, it's been it's been really nice, and I hope we continue to do that shit. Oh no doubt, forever. man. I, I appreciate <laughs> it, bro. I I I feel the same too. Um. 
I don't. Most of my friends have moved away, and the newer friends that I have connected with and talked to, I have never been in the same room with. Like you, uh, I feel the same way with Shogun. Like I said, I've known Jay Pierce for over ten years almost. We've never been in the same room. Malik Miller, mm-hmm. like all of y'all, you as well. Like <clears throat> just talking with you all the time. Never been in the same room, but I feel that connection there. So, hey, bro, I I appreciate it for real. It's just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we all gonna get up. We all gonna get up. Twenty twenty is the year. Boom. Nope. Stay your ass in the house. COVID. We were supposed to go to Miami. This is gonna be our Miami this trip. This was year. the year that we, we the whole pull up type of shit that we were supposed to do and Miami and bitch ass COVID. It's like, nope. Y'all COVID sit y'all ass yeah. down. <laughs> COVID shut that shit the fuck down. We was gonna be in Miami. And and the stories we were probably going to tell <laughs> from that that trip. Ah, <laughs> I won't even. I'm, you know what? Because I was like, you know, I ain't even gonna be annoyed by it. I said it'll happen. It's gonna happen. Whatever. I'm cool, oh, nigga. <sighs> I was so mad. It was gonna be really. It was gonna be crazy, man. Because y'all ain't never been, like I don't drink, but yeah, I think. The the whole us all hanging out at a podcast. It was supposed to be a, we were supposed to go to a podcast convention and and COVID took it away. But we had some shit planned. We was gonna pull up and we was gonna show the fuck out. It was gonna be amazing. God damn, but shit, it. I feel like it's gonna happen soon enough. I don't know if they're gonna go back or try to reschedule for Miami again. Maybe, mm. hopefully. If if so, hopefully they do Atlanta. Not Atlanta, but uh, well, yeah, Atlanta. Fuck. Or Orlando. I was about to say Orlando. But yeah. Um, oh, no. Atlanta, bro. They too. Mm, There's too much intermingling with all kinds of diseases out there. So that's I don't, a, I don't be see, up. my only gripe is driving through that bitch. And that's about it. Like, I, I come and see people, but that's about it. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, man. Um, Like I said, I, I appreciate it, bro. Um, I'm just trying to get things in order for 2021 and see what can happen like start bringing more video type of content because i'm it's, yeah it's real it's not difficult but it's like damn i don't want it to be like whack or nothing like i'm trying to find ways to do it right don't worry we'll we're gonna we're, we're all gonna get it i got something i'm working on some things and I, we're all gonna get in this thing together i just gotta it's 2021 for us it's gonna be good i know it is i'm working on some stuff so that's all i'm gonna say all right so that wraps this episode up for us thank you for listening to episode 292 of the social introvert podcast let them know where they can follow you man uh i am on twitter at cole jackson one two and i am on instagram at cole jackson underscore bynk uh i am on the android version of chatty house on the clubhouse which is bootleg as fuck but and we don't have to have no invites like we ain't gotta pour out invites we can just actually join shit on the android version so if you want to follow me on the Android version of Clubhouse, it's the same thing at Cole Jackson. And Mans is also on Clubhouse as well. <laughs> I have three invites available. <laughs> You're so, such a whore. <laughs> <laughs> so you pouring them out. <laughs> if you want to follow you know, me, them shits now, right? <laughs> oh yeah, I see people selling them shits. Y'all need to stop it. That is whoring shit out. Y'all got to stop that. Stop selling invites the hell is wrong with y'all 
I got invites going for $50 each. Nigga, what? They want to get a candy house bad so they can listen to the Lion King. Fuck you. Central. It is not that serious. Like, get on, like, you're going to find the rooms where you can network for real and find some gems. But for the most part, as much as Clubhouse is going, it's a lot of cap. You're going to find a lot of cap. Tread lightly. Uh, you didn't know that they were doing, you know, they redid the Lion King on, on Clubhouse, right? No. Like, some voice actors got together and had a room and they redid all of the Lion King. The Lion King. Are you fuck? Are you serious? I'm dead ass. What is wrong with people? <laughs> See, this is why I get so frustrated when people are really trying to create some shit, get somewhere with it, and then we got we running into some bullshit where people reenacting a movie from like '94. <laughs> I like the Lion King, love it, but goddamn it, I'm not sitting here and say, "Oh, uh, you deliberately disobeyed me." Like, no, I'm not trying to reenact a scene from Lion King. What is wrong Nigga, with that was, a, that was a hashtag. That was a it was hashtag Lion Lion King Ch. Oh, that's Niggas why it was trending. I just saw it and I ignored it. I was like, what the hell is that? They reenacted Lion King on Clubhouse. Were these creators? Nigga, I don't even know. I give up. <laughs> like I said, Mans has three invites to give out for Clubhouse. So if you want one of the three invites, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles. You can, those will be under the description of this episode. If you need any advice... You want to send any message or, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that other good shit. You can do so. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and please have a Happy New Year. Be safe. And I'll see you guys on the other side of 2021. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like every night I dream a nigga trying to murder me. Because yeah. of my love was down in 911 emergency. Cause I jacked a nigga and took his work, man. I made it work for me. If he come back and kill me, I know this shit was business, man. I never take it personally. Skinny black nigga, rich off rap, sweat on my own back. Niggas ain't show me how to cook, had to fuck up my own back. Dumb high, Marty McFly, put down the crack bed on myself like I went back to the future with a rap almanac. Got powder on my table, the label called for they offer back. Henry on my line, I ain't got his bread, I can't call him back. Plus, I got a show the promoters, ain't got the dope for that. He lost and sent me back, man, I'm literally selling dope to rap. I can't a nigga cope with that. Man, my uncle died off an of overdose. And the fucked up part about that is I know I supplied the nigga that sold. Put a pistol to my head, I was way too scared, drunk off emotions. I'm drinking and taking these drugs because I can't numb the pain with smoking. Loner, but I hate to be lonely. I fuck a bitch, she fall in love, but I just want to be homies. If I fall off and get locked up, she might just fuck on the homies. Most niggas die over love for a bitch or having trust in they homies. A skinny black nigga, rich off rap. My nigga, baby mama, fiend, can't keep his bitch off smack. She called the police, now he doing seven years for a sec. He told me look after his kids, and a week later that bitch turned up whack. It's just a cold nigga. I pray Allah protect my soul, nigga. Lord, give me the strength to ignore the things I can't control, nigga. Cause I was living by the cold, nigga. Yeah. Gang. Yeah.
The social, the social introvert. introvert.